I just want to have a very transparent conversation with you all concerning what is it that you do when you are afraid? What do you do when you are fearful about something, um, discouraged, um, just feeling down just in terms of uh, maybe a decision you made, I don't know, or maybe things are just not looking how you were hoping you know it would look at this point in life. What, what is your process that you normally go through to you know, be pulled out of that. I like to call it being pulled out of a funk. You know, what what do you what do you what do you do? Do you do you kind of sit and replay those tapes over and over again? Do you, you know, veg out on a lot of food or watching television or, you know, maybe sleep a lot or what have you? Um, the reason I'm asking that is I actually want to be very very transparent with you all. Um, you guys are like family now, and it's so weird. I've not met you, but at the same time talking through this microphone is as if you're just standing right before me. We all go through moments of being discouraged. Um, I can't even begin to tell you in the last week or two some of the things that's happened even in my life just as I'm uh, getting ready to you know launch this whole uh, you know book and mentorship program and all of that and my book has been done I'm just doing the audio recordings now and getting some other things together. Um, but there's just been so many things that's happened. And I found myself, and I said, you know, it's weird. If I go through this, I know my audience goes through this as well. I found myself at times being fearful about what could happen or what couldn't happen. You know, do I have enough resources to really do this? You know, am I really uh, that, um, I don't want to use the word gifted, but gosh, do I really have, you know, um, am, am I really capable of helping other people? Um, you know, all of these doubts and things that set in and then you start looking at some other things going on in life and, and you know, life can just start to get at you at times, right? Now, I do want to preface this conversation with saying this. If at any time you feel you need professional counseling advice from a therapist, mental health professional, please seek that. Please never be afraid to do that. I'm no one's counselor. I'm no one's therapist. If your life is in danger, anything like that, this does not apply to you, uh, what I'm getting into now. I'm getting into a process in terms of what do you do when you're just uh, fearful and discouraged just because you just don't know what's going to happen, how things are going to work out. You know, maybe your finances is not where you want it to be, or you're not in the position you want to be in life, or you're not even sure what you're supposed to be doing in life. So I, I want to preface this whole conversation with that. So what I've had to do lately, and I'm just being very transparent with you all, is first of all the answer to that for me the answer is you always want to find the promises of God concerning your life concerning your situation and you want to force you want to force those feelings those emotions you know that negativity whatever it is you're feeling you want to force that to sit into the presence of God so so spoiler alert that's the answer you want to force it to sit into the presence of God when I don't do that I really find myself spiraling in the wrong direction because then I'm, I'm, I'm fearful. I'm, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. And my circumstances looks at me and screams at me and tells me things are not going to work out the way I'm planning. So I have to force my feelings, my, my fears, my emotions, my thought to sit in the presence of God. I have to be up through the night praying. I have to go on my prayer walks um, as I did this morning for about an hour. Um, but here's the deal. So I, I, I get into the promises of God. And if you don't know off the top of your head, what are some of the promises of God? I would just say, you can even just conduct a Google search and just, just literally conduct a search online. I don't know what search engine you use, but I use uh, Google a lot. Um, but you can just conduct a search and just say, what are the promises of God concerning my life? Trust me, there's a gazillion scriptures that will come up. 
But for example, when I'm tempted to um, uh, be afraid, I always think of Romans 8.15 because I ask myself, where is this spirit coming from? Where is this spirit coming from that's putting this fear in me? And when I look at Romans 8.15, and you all know what that says about God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of, uh, but, but we are sons. Um, we are, it actually goes on to say we're heirs of God. But you understand that passage is that the spirit of fear did not come from God. So it just helps me to look at what, what, the, what the word says, match my feelings up against it and say, well, wait a minute. This spirit, this feeling that I have, or this spirit is the way I like to put it. This is not from God. This, this, this spirit of being fearful about can I make it, what's to come, will this be successful, that's not of him. So it helps me to weigh it against a promise of God or, or the word of God. Uh, for example, if, um, and these are some of the things lately, just the past two weeks, at some point, at some point has entered in my mind or my heart. So if I'm concerned about finances or what have you, you know, um, I've made some pretty um, big investments in terms of what I'm doing. And it's really, uh, if I can be very transparent, impacted um, even my agency that I run, um, simply because um, there's just some changes that I've had to make. Um, and without going through all of that, uh, there's just a part of me of like, okay, uh, God, even with finances, um, uh, you know, sometimes there's some fears that would creep in a little bit, you know, and, and I'm a, I'm a long-term planner, just so you guys know. So I, I'm never in the, the current season or the current quarter everyone else is in. I'm always a year out, always thinking a year out and more in terms of um, uh, making sure that we're, you know, financially stable and what have you. And so fears begin to creep in big time because I, I begin to look at all of the expenses and all, you know, everything that's going out of the door and what's coming in the door. And, and it just, for a moment, it crippled me for a moment. And I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. It just crippled me for a moment like whoa um, I need to really make sure I'm watching this and God uh, is this really what you want me doing right now so when I when I think about uh, fears and it gets into finances and you guys already know we've talked about this before because I've always not have always but come from uh, um, a, a very um, uh, a childhood of poverty I should say we never had anything my mother was on welfare most of her entire life until she finally finished college. It took her about 10, 11 years to finish college. She's an amazing mother, became an amazing social worker. I actually talk about her in my book. Um, um, uh, there's a couple sections in there. But anyway, because of my upbringing and the things we went through and, you know, at one point being homeless and eating out of um, shelters and just so many things we went through at times in life, because of that, um, sometimes I have to really be careful to not um, allow a spirit of scarcity to follow me, if that makes any sense. So, you know, when things get offset financially for me in, in, in any way, sometimes it's hard for me to uh, really look at it as it is instead of going all the way back to my past when we didn't have a dime to our name. So anyway, without getting into that, you can look up an old podcast episode if you don't know what I'm referring to. But I did a podcast episode a while ago. I forget what I called it, but it had something to do with um, um, a fear of scarcity or something like that. I can't remember the name. But anyway, when I'm tempted to to, to, to uh, uh, have any fears or concerns about finances or, or anything in that realm, I automatically think about um, 2 Kings 4. Remember we talked about the widow, um, the, the story of the widow's oil, when the woman uh, felt like she didn't have anything at all. And I pray this encourages someone, if you're still listening at this point, and, and, and things are very, very tight for you, and you're going through some things, please read 2 Kings 4 and be encouraged. I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now, but be encouraged by that story. What I love about 2 Kings 4 so much 
is the lady was going through a horrible time. They were gonna, I think that was the story where they were going to take her kids away because she owed all this money. Uh, and uh, Elisha said, what do you have? I think he even said, what do you have in your house or something like that? Um, and uh, she said, I, I have nothing. I just have this little jar, just a little bit of oil. That's all she thought she had. Now, I did a whole podcast episode on that. You guys can watch it. I think it's called um, 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 Look Again. I think that's what I called it. So you can look that up. Um, so I don't want to do the whole lesson on the story of the widow with the oil. But the point is, and listen to this, she had something in her house that was useful that God was willing to bless, and she didn't know it because she saw so little in what she had. And so for some of you, uh, and I wouldn't even plan on going this route in this particular podcast, but I'm going to go there because I'm just feeling it in my spirit to say, some of you, all you may have <clears throat> is your cell phone, just your cell phone that you have in your hand as you're listening to me right now. Have you any idea of the power that's in your hand, the fact that you can go online, that you can shoot a video or you can say something and you've it just all from the power of just a small little device in your hand? Have you any idea? Any idea of the things that you can do? I'm talking from creating videos to books to podcasting uh, to creating your, your TikToks and your YouTubes, what have you. Um, people are doing so well with just the use of their cell phone from anything from cooking in their homes to talking about their hair, how they maintain and take care of their hair, to decorating, to just telling stories of their lives. I mean, look it up if you don't believe me. Do Look up some stories about, you know, how you can make money just from using your cell phone and you would be blown away. I don't know why I just said that, but <clears throat> something is just put in my spirit to just put that out. I wasn't planning on talking about that in this episode, but that's a really good example of, you know, the at least I think so. Uh, when, when I look at the story of the widow, who only saw, I just have this little bit of oil. That's all she felt she had. But look at what happened and how Elijah blessed that and how it multiplied and how she was able to not only pay her bills and take care of everything, but do even more. You know, so I always go to that story for inspiration. So I match my feelings up because, you know, our feelings can mislead us, right? We all go through it. And I, I force it to sit into the presence of God by finding a promise a promise or a biblical story that I can relate that to. Does that make sense? You know, when I'm when I'm tempted to feel like, um, gosh, now I'm I'm really really going deep with you guys being transparent. Um, you know, am I am I good enough? Is this something? You know, am I really blessed by God to be able to help people? Um, God knows it's in my heart. I pray for you guys all the time. I get up through the middle of the night. You guys will probably think something's wrong with me, just constantly praying um, for for people that are um, members of my, my podcast. But at times, you know, depending on what's going on in life, sometimes the enemy can come at you, you know, like, okay, look at you. Look how you handled that situation. You got nerve to try to help somebody, you know, because maybe I got mad at my son and, 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 and didn't handle it the best way, you know. Um, you know, which I got on him the other day about something. Um, but that's another subject. But my, my point is that when I'm tempted to, to in any way feel, am I enough? That's what I'm trying to get at. I think about Gideon. And you all know how much I love Gideon. We've talked about Gideon quite a bit. But I think about Gideon. I think about, uh, he's in Judges, I think, chapter 6 and 7. Um, and his story inspires me so much. Because if, if you get down to verse, let me just open my Bible real quick. It's so hard to talk without reading through. If you go to chapter 6 of Judges, and um, you get down to verse 15, um, I just love that Gideon says, um, no, in, in, in verse 13, starting in verse 13, 
um, you know, when 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 um, when the the angel of the Lord came and basically told him what to do and said the Lord is with you, called him a mighty warrior. But in verse thirteen, um, he says, "But sir," Gideon replied, "If the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us?" And he's talking about all the mess that his his family, his clan, his his community that everyone had been through. He said, why has all this happened to us? Where are all his wonders that our fathers told us about when they said, you know, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and put us in the hand of Midian. So you see Gideon's heart in that? That's almost like, wow, God, okay. If, if you so with me like you're saying you are, then why am I in this situation? Why, why, why am I, I don't know, I'm just making up some stuff, but why, why, why don't I have a place to call my own? Why are my finances tight? Or why do I have to deal with this particular situation in life or, or have this illness or this what have you? You know, I, I don't want to give too many examples because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just throwing some random examples out there, you know, that sometimes we can feel like, but God, if you're with me, then why am I going through this? And that's what Gideon's was, was expressing. And then don't, don't just hang in there. Listen to this. And then the Lord turned to him and said, go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? So it's almost like the Lord didn't even hear him. And he's like, yeah, I know you see that because you're just focusing right now on your little microscopic view of your situation. But I got bigger plans for you. So I need you to get up and I need you to go and do what I told you to do because you're about to be victorious. Oh, my goodness. Verse 15 said, um, but Lord, Gideon said, how can I save Israel? Listen to this. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. You see how Gideon was viewing himself? God, how can I do this? How could you possibly give me an idea or speak to me or tell me to do this or tell me to do that or even put a dream inside of me that you know I can't even fulfill? That's kind of what Gideon is saying. Like, like, don't be dangling this carrot in front of me when you know I can't reach out and grab it. Anyone ever felt that? I wouldn't even plan on going this deep. I was planning on this being like a three-minute episode, and I'm at minute 14 and still talking, but I'm going to let the spirit move. So uh, verse 15, I'll read it again. But Lord Gideon asked, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my family. The Lord answered, I will be with you and you will strike down all the Midianites together. Again, it's almost like the Lord just jumps over the circumstance and it's like, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I'm going to be with you and you're going to do it. <laughs> my God, my God. Uh, verse 17, um, uh, then Gideon just basically goes into some other stuff saying, hey, give me a sign if it's really you. And, you know, God gave him a couple signs. I won't get into all that because I've already talked about Gideon in a number of previous episodes. But I said all that to say, when I'm not feeling like I'm enough or am I enough, you know, you know, God, the, the, the needs are so great out here. Is this really a mission you have for me to be able to help nations draw closer to you, to pursue their dreams in life and to be able to see things through your eyes? I think about the story of Gideon because like Gideon, I feel like, you know, I'm not a minister. I'm not a uh, you know, evangelist. I don't have a church. I'm not a licensed therapist. I'm not a psychologist. In fact, I'm a, you know, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm a business owner. I just happens to love God a lot. And I happens to just spend a lot of time in my Bible and in prayer because it's just what I love doing. I love worshiping him. But God, is that enough? You get my point? And it's almost like God is like, uh, I hear you with all of that. Get this podcast up and going. I hear you with all that. Get this book written. 
I hear you what I, same with you. I hear you with all that, but go start that daycare or that school or that or that whatever God has put in your heart to do. Does that make sense? So I match it up with something in the Bible, and then that's what gives me my power to be able to look at fear and say, you know, yeah, my emotions is telling me I'm not sure if I'm enough, but my goodness, the promises in the Word of God is telling me something different. In fact, he tends to use the people that are least to be used to do great things. Do, Do a study on the 12 disciples he chose. That'll really blow you away. If you think that those were all um all of them were educated and, you know, and rich. Well, one or two of them had a nice amount of money. But anyway, but if you think that all of them were, you know, something to brag about, they were absolutely not. Do your own research on that. But I'm drifting to something different. I don't want to go into that. So some of the promises. Um, what is another one I'm just thinking through? Talked about the, the widow. Talked about Gideon. Um, Psalm chapter 1, 1 through 3. That's another one for me. I just love because that just teaches me the man that meditates on his law day and night. And I have to remind myself of that the other night when I was tempted to be fearful about some things. Uh, but he says, man, he's like that tree, remember? Planted by the streams of water, if I remember correctly. And it says how his leaves don't wither. And in in due season, uh, what's going to happen and that he's going to be prosperous, you know, and then I'll go and I'll find passages like if I'm tempted to worry about finances in any way, you know, about how God is teaching me how you're going to be blessed in what you do. I'm going to command my angels concerning you. Everything you do will be prosperous, you know, to the man that loves me. So I, I find those nuggets. And that's what I'm trying to pour into you right now is that whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're going through. Don't allow your feelings, your emotions, and your concerns to dictate this is what your destiny is going to look like. It's taking everything in me right now not to pick up my book and start reading some sections from chapter one, because chapter one starts off being a very, very strong message that I'm giving to to the enemy, and everything in me wants to read it right now, Um, but I'm going to save that for next week, because once I start reading sections from my book, it'll be hard for me to stop, so I'm not going to do it, but I address that in there, how we've got to be able to... Look at those fears and look at all of the things that, that, that come our way to try to stop us. And we got to push it and force it to sit in the presence of God and say, okay, I know I'm feeling this way, but what does the word of God say about it? What does the promises of God say about it? That's the piece that I want everybody to get. If you don't listen to nothing else and, and you're like, I don't like this lady. I don't want to listen to another podcast episode. That's fine. But can you just take this piece away with you? That whatever it is you're feeling, whatever it is that you're, you're tempted to be worried or stressed about, what story or promise in the Bible relates to that? And match that up against that and hold on to it. Hold on to it. If you all see me through the night, you probably think something's wrong with me because you'll see me getting up maybe at one in the morning and all of a sudden I'm just praising God or I'm just holding on to passages because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You know, so I'm, I'm rehearsing and going through these scriptures in my, my head. I'm, I'm challenging myself to learn, okay, well, who was Ezekiel again? Who was Jeremiah? What was the story of of um of uh, Zachariah, you know, I want to know those gems so that I can, I can know what to go to when I'm in a situation that relates to that. Like the story of Joseph, remember how his family treated him? Remember all the mess that man went through, even when he was trying to do what was right, you know, he ended up in jail. He helped the cupbearer, the cupbearer forgot about him. You guys know, I love the story of Joseph, but then what happened? He ended up interpreting the dream of, you know, Pharaoh, whoever it was, ended up becoming second in command and ended up being the one to rescue and help his very family that turned his back on him. 
you know, and I won't go into detail about anything, but I'll just, I'll just say this, that story touches me in more ways than I can express. And I just love that there's, there are real stories that we get to draw from and get our strength. I want you all to be strengthened. I want you to be empowered. And when, and when you feel like the, the enemy is just pounding on you with all this negativity, what's not going to happen, how you're a failure, you should be further in life by this point. I want you to be able to say, well, wait a minute, hold on, hold on one second. I know this one lady named Z told me I need to be able to find a promise to hold on to. Let me Google on my phone really quickly. What are the promises of God about fear? What are the promises of God about whatever it is you feel it? And find that story, that passage, and meditate on it. And force your fears, your concerns, whatever it is, to sit into the presence of God and seek him and stand up to the fire. Anyway, you guys know I talk too long. I, I thought this was going to be like a three-minute episode. Um, and uh, it just dawned on me I'm not even recording from the mic I normally would record from. I'm, 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 I'm recording from this other little uh, mic, so I apologize about the sound. But I love you all. Uh, please keep me in prayer as well. Um, as I've said before, um, by the grace of God, uh, my book is complete. I actually have it right here in my hand. Uh, it's a little bit over 300 pages. I didn't think it would be that long. Um, and... Um, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, what God is about to do in my life to introduce it. That's another thing I want to say really quickly. This was not planned, but I want to get this in. Could have had this out a while ago, um, to be honest with you, um, in terms of the copy. But God is showing me that he's fortifying me. Before you go off to do something major, especially if it has anything to do with bringing glory to God, and by the way, I pray that everything that you do, that there needs to be an element of bringing glory to God. Otherwise, you may have a problem. That's another subject. I won't get into that. But anytime you're doing something that's going to bring glory to God, it is so important that you are fortified. What do I mean by that? It is so important that you are ready, that spiritually, <clears throat> you know, physically, mentally, in every way. I'm, 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 I'm eating healthier now. I'm working out more. Well, I'm trying to work out more. I'm praying more, I'm meditating more, I'm fasting more, because you don't just go out there and wage war against the enemy without being prepared. And so I've been asking God, fortify me, because what he has written in this book, and it's absolutely been him, absolutely, because if it was up to me, I could write a book over the weekend, just so you guys know, I'm a good writer. I used to teach advanced writing way back in the day when I was in grad school. Um, and writing for me is really not an issue. But when I tell you that over the years God has written this book, that is the honest to God truth. And anyone that's been with me for a while probably already knows that. So because I know what he's about to release and it's going to open the eyes of so many people and help people, i got to be fortified. And so I've been in prayer and I've been in fasting and I've been asking God to fortify me, ready me, um, because I know that the enemy does not want this coming out because this is going to help people. I want to say the same to you. Whatever it is that you're about to embark upon and do, don't just run out there and do something because you want to make a little bit of money from it. Don't do that. Don't do that. You want to make sure, number one, you're walking in step with God, you're doing it in his timing, and you want to make sure that you're fortified. You want to make sure you have that intimate relationship with God. You're covered and you're protected because when you step out there on that platform, you got to be ready for everything that comes with it. All right. Now I know I've talked too long, um, but I love you all. I love you. Uh, I'm looking forward to your comments. I, I, I have started... Um, I have been going through and reading the reviews. You guys have been giving me Apple reviews, Google reviews, a couple of reviews on different platforms. So I encourage you to do that if you haven't done so. Um, I, I was very encouraged to read some more of those um, reviews the other day, and I just want to thank you guys. I love you. God knows I'm doing my very best to um, 
walk in step with the spirit to um, um, help you all, to help my family, to be a great leader in the community, to lead my company in the way that God wants me to. I'm doing my very best, and I pray um, that you all continue to pray for me as I will for you as well. Anyway, I love you all. I forgot what the topic of this was about. I think it was called What to Do When You Are Afraid or something like that. But I hope that you all have been encouraged. I love you. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. Bye-bye.